Valencia Street in San Francisco. Valencia Street businesses have fallen 30 and 50% compared to the summer of 2022. You might think that this is an area of San Francisco. This is in the Mission District, so kind of to the south and west of the Tenderloin. You might think, well, all those businesses have already left. No, there has been a massive acceleration since the summer of 2022 of businesses closing up and drug abuse, break-ins, vandalism are what is being reported as the primary cause. Let's get into it. Here we go. Restaurants shut down every week on once booming San Francisco Street. It's Valencia, right? I mean, I had I had heard of Valencia just as um, I don't know if I've ever eaten on or in a restaurant there, but it's one of those streets. It's kind of like Haight Ashbury, right? Uh, Lower Haight, you know, you've got all that area the, where the hippies were back in the the '60s. It's a cool area to walk around in. That's to the north. The uh, Mission District. It's always had just some great restaurants. Well, not as much anymore. Restaurant owners on Valencia Street. At one time, one of the most popular streets in San Francisco are saying that crime, drug abuse, and low tourism are killing business, according to a recent article. I always kind of chuckle to myself when I hear low tourism, because if crime and drug abuse and open-air drug markets don't reject tourism, I don't know what does, right? So tourism is low tourism. Oh, there's just, there's not enough foot traffic. That is what's impacting these businesses. Yeah, there's not enough foot traffic because nobody wants to be around because of the real reality, which is drug, drugs, addiction, you know, just the crazy stuff going on on the streets that shouldn't be happening. The tents, the, you know, that whole ecosystem, right? If you took me back before I signed the lease, I would have opened somewhere else, restaurant owner Rafik Buzidi said. Before COVID, there was no way in hell you could find an available space on Valencia Street, he told the San Francisco Chronicle. Now it seems like another restaurant shuts down every week, he said. So there's this real acceleration. So these restaurants were able to get through the pandemic. They got some PPP money. They got some employee retention, all of those programs. And there was even the, the Restaurant Act, whatever that was. I can't remember. My buddy Dan, who owns a couple of uh, sports pubs, we were, we were talking about that one at one point in time because he, he, he was able to apply for all that. Because when your business gets shuts down, yeah, the government steps in and just hands you a bunch of money. may not be enough to get through, but I think most restaurants got through. But it's really interesting that now, multiple years later, after the pandemic is over, this is when the real impact of COVID is being felt. And I think a lot of that had to do with the explosion in homelessness, the explosion in drug use, the explosion in fentanyl, the explosion in, hey, open air drug markets are, you know, still a real big thing here in San Fran. And, you know, just they have, they, they literally took off, right? And the demand for fentanyl took off. So now it seems like another restaurant shuts down every week, he said. The Chronicle wrote that these business owners are contending with some of the city's worst business problems in the mission, adding that the once bustling strip has become a microcosm for the city's wider restaurant woes from inflation and public safety concerns. So 
these restaurants are getting squeezed from the standpoint of it's harder and harder for them to operate and make a living. And in the fast food environment, it's even becoming more difficult because Governor Newsom, California, decided, you know what? We need to get 20 bucks an hour to all of our fast food workers. So they, even if their business model doesn't allow for that type of payment, hourly payment to their employees, now they have to do it. So that squeeze is real. And we know, we know in Build Back Better, in the Inflation Reduction Act, inflation has accelerated, accelerated for those multiple years. And now we're dealing with it, right? We're dealing with it. The costs, food costs, all the costs going into rent, everything else. Well, rent in San Francisco and Valencia Street, that might be one of the positives, right? But you still read about how rent is, is it's way more expensive than many other cities, that um, that don't have all the issues that Sam Brand has, but it's because you've still got a ton of businesses, you know, making a go of it. But somewhere between thirty and fifty percent are saying, "Ah, no, we're out of here." Since the summer of 2022. According to him, tourism hasn't quite bounced back to pre-pandemic levels. And anecdotally, he mentioned an increase in area drug abuse and vandalism, which led him to hire private security, yet another expense. Talk about this all the time. If you're a business that can afford the, your own private security and you can still make a go of it, okay, then that's great. But for so many businesses, they don't have it in the margin to hire security. But open-air drug use and rising crime are not the only factors weighing down on official business, on local businesses. Another restaurant owner, Alexandra Gertis, told The Chronicle that her business was hurt by a controversial bike lane program which has caused the removal of 71 metered parking spaces. It's only once in a blue moon that a delivery truck does come into this corner, Gertie said, hurting her business. Bozzini told the Chronicle that the lack of parking has also affected his customers. People call in to cancel reservations because they've been driving around for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, he said. They can't find parking. And it becomes a lot of money just walking away. Yeah, I'm not coming in. I can't find any damn parking. Well, that's frustrating. Local organization of business owners and vendors found in a survey that the dip in customers some owners are describing is even worse than it might seem. The Valencia Merchants Association conducted a survey of business activity with business owners reporting year-over-year dips as severe as 50% between 2022 and 2023. That's a, that's a wild number. That tells you boots on the ground, street conditions have finally impacted to that point where business owners are like, okay, I've been broken into five times. I've had this, this, and this stolen. I can't do an insurance claim anymore. My insurance is not going to renew me. My rent has gone up, whatever it might be. My food costs are through the roof. We just can't do this anymore. That's when you get those types of numbers, up to 50% of the businesses just saying, this, this is terrible. 
Lori Thomas, executive director of the Golden State Restaurant Association, San Francisco's restaurant industry trade group, said members on Valencia have disclosed declines between 30 and 50 percent compared to summer of 2022. The Office of Economic and Workforce Development told Fox News Digital that it was actively engaged with local shop owners in the Valencia Street Corridor in a statement. In partnership with the Valencia Corridor Merchants Association, they funded activities to attract foot traffic and a program more vi- and, and program a more vibrant space. This includes funding to support events during the weekends. The statement reads, in addition, for small businesses impacted by vandalism, we offer grants such as the Storefront Vandalism Relief Grant to assist with restoration improvements. While funding is still available, we encourage small businesses to apply. The Valencia Merchants Association did not respond to a request from comment from Fox News Digital. Well, you know, repairing that front door, that's not, that's a small portion in the equation, right? So you've got downtime when your restaurant has been vandalized or broken into. You got it. Oftentimes you're going to have to do an insurance claim. You're going to have to call the police. You're going to be shut down for the afternoon, the day, the whatever it is. Maybe it's a, you know, a weekend day. I mean, that impacts business right there. And then it impacts the owner from the standpoint of, do I want to keep running this business in this location? And so what most recently within the last year, business merchants have been saying, no, I don't want to be running this business here. And they are saying they are being impacted heavily because of street conditions, not all this other stuff, not from the standpoint of, well, you know, there's just a lack of demand for this and this type of food within this environment. The mission is not suffering from street conditions. Let's let's take a look. I forgot to show you where this was. All right. So one of the uh, businesses that was quoted is the Yellow Moto Pizzeria, and that's Valencia Street. So here's Valencia Street running. Oops, sorry. I need to get you guys back in there. Here's Valencia Street running north and south. Here is, let's, let's give you this. So here's our pin. Here's the tenderloin right here. Mission, the mission area, I think it's, I mean, it's not as bad as the Tenderloin, but it's not good either. And when you're seeing these times of numbers on what was a super, super famous area of town, part of town, street of town, where you would go to eat because it just had so many restaurants. It was like that epic street that you would go to. When you're seeing businesses leave left and right from that area, that's when you know, okay, the overall system here, it's, it's on, 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 on the, on the failure end of things. Cause you got so many businesses leaving, right? You've got, you've got a handful that have gone in, but you're always going to have a handful of businesses that are like, I don't know what all these guys are complaining about, but we can make a go of it here. In Portland, one of my podcasts earlier this morning, in Portland, we had uh, three businesses shutting down this week. One of them was started a year ago, and the other was started three years ago. They're all in very, and then there was another one that had been open for quite a while. My point to that is that oftentimes you've got some, somebody that's like, hey, I got some pretty cheap rent. Wonder why it's so cheap. What are we doing here? 
And then though I can make this go, I'm not afraid of a little crime. And then a year later, they're literally, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the greatest decision. I probably wouldn't sign this lease again if I had the option to today, right? You literally read that. We just read that. So you've got this situation going on where right now is when the impact, a lot of these businesses have held on. It's not so bad in San Fran. It's not so bad. The mission isn't that bad. It's not as bad as the tenderloin. It's not as bad as the tenderloin. Some folks would, would disagree. They'd say it's just as bad. You've got just as many tents and you've got the shenanigans going on that we've come to love and respect from the homeless community, right? Got a lot of that kind of stuff going on. Valencia, I mean, that was a street synonymous with just food food experience in San Francisco, San Francisco. So now, now you've really got a situation where the rubber hits the road to the point where, you know, these businesses, now they're basically saying, hey, you've got open spots all day long. And it was such that before you had to fight and scratch to get an available spot. Because if you got an available spot, put in whatever restaurant you want and there's enough walking traffic to make that go. Now in these areas, we don't have the same amount of walking traffic. We're not talking about downtown because here is, so we're here and then our, uh, you know, the financial district being right in here. You're pretty far from that. So you're not being impacted from the whole work from home thing. Here in in the mission, you are being impacted from homeless drug addicts walking around and open air drug use, sale of stolen goods, you name it, all that stuff. Tent city, all that stuff. Poop on the human poop on the sidewalk, everything that goes together with that. That overall deteriorating street conditions. But it's taken this long for those deteriorating street conditions to equate into we're done. We can no longer make this a viable business decision here. In fact, if we had a do-over, if we had a little mulligan action going on, we wouldn't have rented here in the first place. But I don't think folks would, you know, they wouldn't have predicted at the outset, you know, prior to the pandemic. Hey, you know what? In just a few years, because of this, this, and this happening all simultaneously, there's going to be a massive exit of businesses from this area, particularly Valencia Street. You're going to have restaurant after restaurant after restaurant closed down because there's not enough foot traffic due to the deteriorating street conditions. People walking around doing drugs, people smoking the fatty, open air, people shooting up, all that craziness. And then, you know, one of the things they often do, get that next fix. They break into local restaurants. They break into local businesses because they've got stuff that you can steal and sell on these, you know, the same type property that we're talking about with all the tents. Right? You just open up your own little open air drug den and used and stolen goods, and it's all good. It's all good. But to me, what's really interesting is it's taken this long for these impacts to finally be felt. And then, all, you know, within the course of a year, you've got literally dozens and dozens of restaurants that have just basically said, we can't make a go of it here. And on top of the economics, 
you've got street conditions and my restaurant's been broken into XYZ number of times. So it'll be really interesting to see when the APEC conference comes into town, you know, how much of this stuff right around the Apex conference. I know it's late in the podcast. Let's watch a little video. This was a good video. I wanted to watch this earlier. I don't know what I was thinking. Fox News senior correspondent Claudia Cowan reports from San Francisco on how the thefts are causing business owners to flee. Homelessness, open-air drug use, rampant car break-ins, and smash-and-grabs. Crime isn't just tarnishing San Francisco's... Pretty much covers it. ...driving people away. Small business owners like David Lee, who closed his taco shop after repeated robberies... Tacoria. ...unthinkable conditions on the streets. I don't want to walk by these people and be like, are they alive? Like, I don't even think of it. Subconsciously, I just... <laughs> Do they need Narcan? Okay, right after a while, that just takes a humongous, humongous toll on you. In closing shop... He joins scores of other downtown restaurants, Whole Foods, Starbucks, and big retailers like Nordstrom's, Target, and Banana Republic. And in a huge blow, after 20 years, Westfield announced it is pulling out from operating the city's largest mall. With one of the few remaining stores here, American Eagle, suing the mall's owners. For- <laughs> we covered that, and we covered the Westfield Mall. The yep. downward spiral due partly to years of progressive soft on crime leadership. Mm, progress. Permanent work from home policies. Build back better. A 30% progress. Vacancy rate devastating yep. the city's economy. We're seeing hotels not having the business travelers because there aren't as many office meetings. The city is not getting the same tax revenue from those businesses. Transit agencies don't have the customers. And so there's a lot of, of negative ripple effects. There are positive signs. <laughs> The Blue Angels came into town. Ikea has opened in a troubled part of town, and new management has pledged to revive that big downtown mall. But okay. But say until Good luck. leaders crack down on crime and clean up the streets, the exodus will continue, making it unlikely the city by the bay will regain its glittering reputation anytime soon. In San Francisco, Claudia Cowan, Fox News. I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know how it's going to be enacted. But you got to do something. I'm just not sure on such a large scale, like where San Francisco has just kind of let things go, where Portland has let things go, where LA has let things go, where New York City has let some things go. I mean, when you've let go to that point, to that extent, getting the genie back in the bottle is going to be very problematic, especially without some real tough love and some real knuckle down making things happen. In Portland, you don't have the political will for that to happen. And in San Francisco, I know Mayor London Breed has been talking, talking, talking about doing stuff. Will it actually translate to effective action? In San Francisco, in a super progressive town like that, I'm inclined to say, hell to the no. But London Breed is saying good stuff. She, she's saying it. But and I know many of you disagree that I think that she's saying stuff that will be impactful. And I think the real disagreement is, will it actually be positively impactful? The jury's out. Haven't had enough time to figure out, okay, so you're cleaning up all these busts and you don't allow this to happen on the UN Plaza. But what about a block away from the UN Plaza? What does that look like now? What about some of these residential neighborhoods where now you've pushed these open area drug, open, open drug markets. What about those areas? How is that looking now? 
that to me, so, so Valencia street is getting decimated. There's other areas that are being decimated as well, right? Throughout the city. This isn't a one-off, but what's interesting on this one is the fact that it's, it's happened very, very quickly. The demise of this area relative to we had the pandemic and all of that. Cause we're a little bit out of it from the pandemic standpoint now. And yet now is when the rubber has finally hit the road for so many of these restaurants. They've been struggling and now they're saying, I don't want to do this anymore. This is a no go for me. I'm out. I quit. Like the guy with the, the taqueria, right? I'm done. This is a no go vandalism. Walking by people on the streets. Don't want to deal with it. I'm out. Frankly, I can't really blame them. But then when those businesses close down, now you've got yet more vacant space. You've got more vacant, you know, sign on the, on the space. You've got lost tax revenue for the city. This whole trickle down of stuff that is happening right now when city budgets are basically just being hollowed out because you don't have all the businesses working in the downtown cores that, fo- that fund such a big percentage of these cities' budgets. So this stuff is happening kind of simultaneously. It's going to be super interesting to kind of watch the progression go because this is the real progress of a progressive city, if you know what I mean. We're watching progress in front of us. It's not necessarily progress in the right direction, but it's happening and that is progress. Yeah. Crazy, right? All right. That's it for me on this one. Thanks so much for being here. I'll catch up with you in the next one. Bye for now. (laughs) 